I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Joining us now, uh, have they canceled Broadfest out there in Madison yet, Ebo? Uh, real quick, Bill. Stick as a stick, my man. I got to tell you, I was in quarantine. I put on a few pounds here. No longer. Is that right? Now I got a little Good for you. Okay. <laughs> I'm just checking, What was man. your question, unit? What did they cancel? Ha- have they Madison? canceled Broadfest out there in Madison yet? Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, they did. First, they moved oh. it. And then, uh, yeah, it got canceled about a week or two ago. Pretty sad, man. I was trying to, you know, work on this belly of mine here with those brats. Yeah. That's, uh, that, it's just, Dude, it's, it's rough all the way That's sad. My first. My first concert I ever been to was at the Wisconsin State Fair when I was a little kid. I saw Herman's Hermits and then the Doobie Brothers. I think Herman's Hermits still plays there every year. Only now Isn't I think crazy? they play over in that uh, that what is it the Cousin Subs Amphitheater or or U.S. Cellular whatever it is they play at one of the smaller you know stages. I but I think they still Herman play Herman and the Hermits by the porta potties now. But he still yeah. rocks, man. It could be. I mean, they may need to play there <laughs> as old as they are. Hey, uh, first and foremost, uh, what is the scuttlebutt out there? I mean, do you think that uh, there's going to be a college football season in Madison? Man, it's, um, you know, I'm the captain of hope here to quote Mike McCarthy when it comes to this. I do think there's going to be one. It's just, Dane County is a little different, you know, than the rest of Wisconsin here because we're just, we just entered into phase one. And on Tuesday, it was 25% capacity. So I went out and I, I got myself a Bloody Mary uh, at, a, at a bar over here just to, you know, to pay my support. And uh, I didn't die, so I'm still alive, so that's awesome. But when it comes to Dane County, we're in phase one, and phase two will be 50%. But phase three for the Dane County, the Dane Forward Plan, is you can't have gatherings more than 250 people. And they said they won't move out of phase three until there is a vaccine. So phase three, Dane County, Camp Randall, 250 people. I don't know what's going to happen. I hope you know Barry Alvarez can maybe flex his muscles a little bit. I, I don't know the answers, but right now I think there will be football. I don't know if there's going to be fans, though, for yeah. Camp Randall. I, I, I mean, they rely so much on that money. Now, granted, there's, there's television money through the Big Ten Network and such, but they rely so much on that gate and on the concessions and on the things that go on around Camp Randall, not to mention those businesses. I Man, I, I just – I can't it's imagine crazy, that man. they're going to – yeah, I can't imagine that they're just going to say, okay, uh, we're going to stick with Phase 3 regarding this, and we're not going to allow fans in Camp Randall. So yeah. we'll see well, what happens. Um, you know, things well, have changed so fast and so often, so who knows. But, Bill, you've been down to our tailgates. There's there's 250 yep. people just surrounding our booth as we're broadcasting live, you know. Right. So um, it's nuts, man, and those businesses down there, I think they get about probably 70% of their yearly you know revenue through – tailgating in football season right. so it's you know some weird times uh let me get let me ask your thoughts uh we were talking about major league baseball earlier uh the nhl the nba women's soccer uh nascar golf everybody's figuring out a way to get back on the quarterback on the field major league baseball still arguing over money um when you hear this and i don't know what kind of fodder you guys have had regarding your program but 
Uh, I am no longer of the essence of whether it's the owner's fault or the player's fault. I just think it's in terribly, terribly bad taste and bad form for Major League Baseball to be arguing over money. Do you agree? Oh, I agree wholeheartedly. It's awful. I mean, for, first it started with, you know, health and safety of families. Now, and now it's just turned into uh, – I don't even think really they talk about COVID-19 anymore besides maybe getting some tests in, but it's now it's money. Blake Snell put a life – he put a price on his life. So I'm not going to pay – I'm not going to play for half. I'll play for the full. Then, you know, Bryce right. Harper talking about it. And I got Max Scherzer last night on Twitter. And for our show, I did a, I just did a poll today. Do you think there's going to be a Major League Baseball season? Majority of the people said no. And uh, it's getting pretty scary, man. It's very bad optics, like, of them talking about their money. It's, it's, for people that have unemployment as high as it is, everyone, the average American is just getting totally, totally rocked. Uh, financially, and then you've got millionaires and billionaires complaining about it. It's it's sad, man. I, I don't know if there's going to be a baseball season. Do you? What do you think, Bill? I, You know what? They're, they're getting to the point now. Let me ask you this, though. Do I think there's going to be a season? I think they're going to figure something out. But my fear is is that it's they're, they're getting to the point where it's not going to be 100 games. It may not even be 82 games. You know, I mean, I don't want to see them playing at neutral sites in the South come November. You know what I mean? I, I don't. Yeah. I don't want to see that. I mean, once you get up against the NFL, and especially when the NFL gets into November, and you're starting to talk about postseason and jockeying for position and the meaning of games, wins and losses, I, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of people paying attention to what baseball has going on, especially after the arguing over money, which pushed that season back. So to me. Uh, the sooner rather than later is probably beneficial to baseball. But if they jockey this thing to where it starts end of July, uh, as some are now predicting, and they only play, say, 65 to 80 games tops, is that even worth it? I mean, it's so, it's so weird. It's, I think they're alienating a lot of fans because, you know, the pecking order, NFL's king, NBA is taken second, and I think Major League Baseball is falling to that third level here. And they have an opportunity right now to have so many eyes on the product of baseball and to win people over and to be this great, this great bringer together, you know, for everyone in these, in these stupid times that we're living in right now. And they're just arguing nonstop about money. And the thing that um, really made me take concern about the season, if it's going to happen or not, is obviously the players want a prorated contract the you know the owners they want their revenue shares so the owners came out and said we will lose more money if we play or if we pay prorated contracts with no fans than if we don't play at all that was like a month ago they said that and that opened my eyes i'm like oh my god i don't know if there's going to be a season and if it's in late july like you were just saying and you know you're brushing up against the nfl bill the nfl's king what are you going to watch a season that's kind of meaningless now for baseball or the king that is the NFL. You're going to watch the NFL. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. The uh, NBA, uh, it, the Bucks fought and fought and fought for home court advantage. Uh, if they do come back, they're not going to get it, obviously. They're going to be playing in a bubble down at uh, Walt Disney World or whatever that happens to be down there in the wild world of sports in Orlando. Um, fair, unfair? I mean, you're talking about teams playing on neutral sites. Uh, do you have more respect for the Bucks if they end up winning at all, or do you have less if they end up losing because their home field advantage was thrown out the window? Man, I'll, I'll give the respect to you if they do it. I mean, as a lifelong diehard Bucks fan, if they win it, I'll be shoving it in everyone's faces that they won it, but <laughs> you'll go back and look at it, and it'll be a weird year, you know? Like, I don't know if there'll be an asterisk next to it, but everyone's affected equally. 
it's just put the I was reading about it that they're thinking about putting them in different hotels around that area. Put the Bucks in the most boring area you can find, so they're not distracted by everything down there. They just focus on basketball. And um, I saw like Damian Lillard saying that LeBron should be MVP over Giannis and cited some nonsense. I want them to go out there and Giannis to just dunk viciously over everyone to show that he's the MVP. Nothing can bring him and the Bucks down, and they win it all. I'll give him, I'll give him all the respect in the world for going out and playing it. Because Bill, let me ask you: if if it season if the season happens and comes back. Are you going to look at it differently? Are you going to say like an asterisk season for you guys? No, I will say, well, only for the fact that they all played on average 62 games. The majority of the season, the the Bucs won the regular season. Okay, I'm I'm just going to say that. So when it comes to the postseason, I believe that the rest, you know, look, Giannis had some knee issues and, and you, know, is, you know health issues during that last stretch. They lost a couple of games just before you know the season was called. So to me, he gets healthy. The team comes back. You kind of recreate a little bit of that chemistry. Now, what you do with it and how well you stayed in shape and how seriously you took your time away—that's what this comes down to. So, I if the Bucks go out on a level playing field and they end up beating a lot of these teams and, and do it in fine fashion. I give them all the credit in the world. There would be no way an asterisk was going to go next to this. Yeah. The only thing I, I could say is, let's say the Bucks face another Western Conference foe and they don't win. Uh, I can say that, in part, they may have lost a little bit of that home court advantage, which makes it a very difficult environment to play in for opponents coming into the uh, Pfizer Forum. And you lose some of that when you fought for it. Yeah, it's a little bit disappointing. But I'm not going to say if they win it, there's no asterisk. And if they lose it, there would be. I would just simply say they had everything lined up for them, and it took COVID-19 to kind of derail what we ultimately thought was going to happen. Yeah, Bill, I'll say this. You, you, won't, you don't have to say it, but I'll do it for you if you want to. If the Bucks win it all, I'll be shouting from the mountaintops of how great they are. If they don't win it all, I'll be shouting from the mountaintops, asterisk, 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 didn't count, didn't matter. <laughs> So if, if you don't want to say it, you just send me some talking points, and I'll I'll shout it out, Bill. I used to write like Glenn Robinson letters when I was a kid. I've been waiting for a championship forever. It's it needs something yeah. needs to happen, Bill. I'm chopping at the bit here, man. Uh, Ebo, always a pleasure, buddy. Great talking with you a little bit. Uh, I'm glad you put on a few pounds. You needed it. Tell the wife we said hi, and we will talk to you soon. Okay, Bill. Thanks for having me on, man. I always appreciate it. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. There you go. Our good buddy Ebo out there at the, the Zone in Madison. Always great to chat with him just a little bit. And, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens out in Madison. As Dane County, um, obviously some different standards than what the rest of the state has because the state opened up because of the Supreme Court decision. But municipalities kind of have the say in their own jurisdiction. Uh, and I don't know if we're going to see fans at Camp Randall. That's that's going to be a tough call. Ebo, by the way, the co-host of the Joe and Ebo Show on 96.7 FM and 1670 The AM, The Zone out there in Madison, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law.